another installment of the Brick House Podcast. I'm very excited for this episode. It's episode 10. This is an achievement for us because, Joe, when we sat down... Oh, I'm Andrew Pissarro, by the way, in here with the one and only... Giuseppe Antonio. Exactly. When we sat down and said, we're bringing the pod back, we said, we got to be disciplined. we got to be on top of this. We're going to tape two episodes a week for the next five weeks, and then what are we going to do? What are we going to do? First of all, we're on week five of us doing this. We took a week off because of the election, because I feel like we owed it to America to take the week off. Also, we were backlogged on episodes, but not important. That being said, what did we say we were going to do, Joe? T-shirts, T-shirts, T-shirts. It's T-shirt time. Yeah, we're going to create T-shirts. So that being said, we need your help. We are not graphic designers as much as I think of myself as one because I do everything that we post on Instagram. Most of everything that we do on Instagram. We need some help. So if you are listening to this and you know someone who is A, a good graphic designer, B, knows how to do good work with t-shirts, C, does fabric design or does fabric research. Likes to party and have a good time. How old are you, McLuhan? Old enough. Old enough for what? To party. Yes, if you are any or all of those things, or you know someone who's one of those things, you need to get them in touch with us as soon as humanly possible. We would love to launch t-shirts at some point in the next couple weeks. By couple, I mean six. Christmas is coming up. The idea of us doing a pre-order before Christmas, I think it's doable. But Andrew, how can they reach us? 917, well, no, just hit, I'm not even going to give out, well, I could give out the voicemail, 917-740-6429, but in all honesty, if you want to get a hold of us, just hit the Brickhouse podcast with a DM, we'll get back to you within seconds, because both of us are on top of that, and we want to make this happen, we want to, we want to get, you know, some cool shit out there, and we know Christmas is coming, so the idea of us doing a pre-order right around Christmas time, it's a great Christmas gift for everybody, for your mother, your brother, your uncle, your sister, your grandma, honestly, Send me pictures of your grandma wearing a brick house shirt. That's that's all I want. Those are the pictures I want. I would love to see that. that like that's goals. Like I, if you're telling me, oh yeah, listen to the podcast. I would I would grandma. totally Photoshop both of us next to your grandma in the brick house t-shirt. Yes, Joe will do it with the scissoring effect on Snapchat. <laughs> all right, let's start. Let's start it off. Let's do this damn podcast, Joe. How do we start the show? Top of the queue, Mr. Pissarro. What have you been listening to recently? All right, well, I have two songs and a movie, but we'll save the movie for later. The first song I listened to because of who I am as a person. I listened to a new Foo Fighters song because they put out a new track because they're releasing like their 13th album or something like that. It's definitely not 13th, but it's it's a crazy album number. They put out a new track called Shame Shame. How do I say this and not piss my own self off? It's a Foo Fighters track that came out in 2020, okay? Uh, let's let's remember the fact that this band has been uh, around since 1995, and they're the greatest rock band of the second half of the 90s and the the two, most of the 2000s. If you disagree with me, come outside and catch these hands. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? That being said, it was okay. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. I'm not expecting big things from this album. I'm not expecting this album to even come remotely close to my top 10, but it did... In terms of other things at the top of the queue, it did make me go back and listen to their first album, their second album, their fourth album, parts of their fifth album, other parts of their seventh album. Yeah, I went. I, I had like a deep dive with the Foo Fighters this past week. Joe, what did you listen to? Staying on the Foo Fighters, last week I read an article, Butch Vig, remember Butch Vig? He did, uh, he did Wasting Nevermind Light. Nevermind by Nervana. He yes. did Wasting Light as well. Mm-hmm. At the same time that he was doing Wasted Light, 
Eddie Van Halen reached out to him to do a Van Halen album, and Butch Vig turned them down. Wow. Looking back, he was he was kind of he was kind of tight about it because he's like, damn, I should have worked with Eddie Van Halen. Wow. But Dave Grohl actually said, "It's up to you, man." I've just heard he he can be a little difficult to work with at times. Who, Butch or Eddie? Dave said that to Butch about Eddie. I mean, Eddie. There's a lot of drama there. A hundred percent, yeah. I mean, I could see it. I don't think Eddie partied as much, but I mean, David Lee Roth used to party like, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I definitely get it. I mean, and at the time when Foo Fighters were doing Wasting Light, like everyone has a family and they're a little bit more chilled out and they're not. The only pots that Dave Grohl's are dealing with was coffee. Come on. Justin, fresh pots! Fresh pots. <laughs> I do understand, but that would have been, been a great... If Wasting Light was... I know it's very late in the Foo Fighters' career, but that was a very, very good album. That was a really good album. Very yeah. good album. I really enjoyed Bush that Fig album. Killed on that on that album as a producer. Also on the Foo Fighters, they were in the 2000s Fat John's playlist towards the end. They had a few songs that charted and were released off their what's that album? There's nothing left to lose. Yeah, that's the one with uh, that was the one where they were only the three piece, right? Yes. Bef- yeah. Well, a few a few of those songs came out in 2000 and. For about a week and a half, that's the only thing I listened to was that playlist. So that album came out in 99, but they probably came out as yes. singles in 2000 and charted in 2000. Yes, I believe next year, Breakout, Stacked Actors, and Generator came out as singles in 2000. All great songs. All great songs. All great songs. But also on that playlist were songs by Reflection Eternal, Clinic, and Badly Drawn Boy. And let me tell you, if you have not listened to either of those artists, any of those artists... Do yourself a favor and listen to them, especially Reflection of Turtle. That's Talib Kweli's rap group from the year 2000. He's a track called Blast. Phenomenal. Some of the best rap you could listen to. Absolutely phenomenal. All right. So the other thing that was on the top of my queue, and I saw this on TikTok, and I guess, you know what? I'll put it in right here for you guys who are listening at home. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Six, six foot, seven foot, eight foot run, kids. Young Money Militia, and I am the commissioner. You don't want to start wheezy because the F is for finisher. That's right. That was Alex Trebek, RIP. Serious, in all honesty, like losing Alex Trebek, that, like, we knew this was coming. We talked about that was one of the first things we ever talked about on this podcast was when he, we found out that he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Losing Alex Trebek sucks. We all grew up watching Jeopardy, and and I'm not going to say I watch Jeopardy every night, but like Alex Trebek was the perfect host for that show, and I I genuinely don't know who's going to replace him. But yes, you just listened to Lil Wayne, to to him reading off Lil Wayne's six foot seven foot lyrics. I went and listened to that song again this week because that song that song goes. That that was another like that did come on during the party scene back in our our glory days of college. Did you know that there's another rapper on that track? No, I did not. I thought it was just Little Wayne. I was literally like today years old when I mean that song came out. That was on that was on the Carter three, I believe, or no, that was on that was on the Carter Number four. That was on the Carter four, which I think came out our first semester of freshman year of college, and I had, and that was the track on that album, and I had no idea that someone was featured on that track until right now. Literally none, and it's like. I'm not a big Lil Wayne guy. I just, I am disappointed in myself that I didn't know that Corey Guns was featured on Six Foot, Seven Foot. Oh, Corey Guns? You have no idea who that is. Shut the fuck up. No clue. No clue. All right. So the other story that I saw on 
TikTok this week. By the way, I'm on TikTok, Apisaro16. If you if you're on TikTok, probably no one who's listening to this podcast is on TikTok. I love it. It's incredible. Why are you on TikTok? One reason, one reason only, Joe. Gambling. How can he close me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. It's what I use to make all of my gambling videos for the other podcasts that I do at Ghost, uh, Ghost Goal Podcast, uh, which is about soccer and the Premier League. And I do my picks every week using TikTok because that's how I can put my picks on the video easily. So uh, it has since turned into a, an absolute thing that I use every day, probably like the last 30 to 45 minutes before I go to bed. And it's a total time waster. And it's amazing. And I love it. Being said, I came across a certain video which talked about how expensive it is for scientists to study someone's DNA. We're not talking about, like, your blood or whatever. We're talking your, like, fucking genome shit. Like, the 52 helixes or whatever the hell that we learned about in freshman science class that I totally, you know, erased all of those brain cells. I'm the dude. I'm the dude. I'm the dude. And scientists wanted to study one particular human. What person was this, Andrew? You know, Who could it be? this wasn't, you know, a former president. This wasn't a world-class athlete. This wasn't the person who won Jeopardy 74 times in a row, which I believe would have been Ken Jennings. Nope, they wanted to study Ozzy Osbourne's DNA. You know why? It's a scientific miracle, essentially, that Ozzy is still alive. Apparently, he's some form of genetic mutant. At one point, his immune system was so weakened from drug and alcohol abuse that he falsely tested positive for HIV. That's insane. <laughs> like, again, the article that I read, living one week in Ozzy's lifestyle would easily kill most of us, so scientists couldn't wait to get their hands on his DNA sequence. And it turns out, if I read this article right, he has some form of DNA stretching back to, like, prehistoric man, like the caveman type deal, which I'm just like, What? That also raises the question, if he has caveman genetics, why aren't cavemen still alive? And or why didn't cavemen live longer past the age of 30? I just, how does Ozzy have it and not more people? Maybe, maybe perhaps he came from the past in a time machine. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of... of Time traveling Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, I do. I mean, Joe, should we... Should we hop in our time machine right now and try to see if we can talk to Ozzy Osbourne's Neanderthal brethren? Let's set phasers for Ozzy. You've got a big daddy up there and you want to come. Who the fuck's Justin Bieber? That was so cool. It's still crazy. Like, isn't it amazing? Like, I mean, the fact that ha- that he's still alive, the fact that Ozzy is guess, alive in the year twenty twenty just it doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, it just like yeah, it does. Like, I remember him. I think this was like twenty sixteen. There was just a report like Ozzy Osbourne's currently lost, and it's like, where is he, Sharon? Before we go into maybe some of the more famous Ozzy stories, I just want to say, not the biggest Sabbath guy. But I don't like any Sabbath with Dio on it. You were surprised that I said I'm not the biggest Sabbath guy. I'm really offended right now. How are you? I, I'm like, yes, I know. Okay, I'll say this. On my th- 14th birthday. I'm looking right now at like five Black Sabbath albums, like directly at them. Okay, so I don't have any like official Black Sabbath on vinyl. I have this like random like best of like, vol- you know, 
greatest hits collection that was like a bootleg from the 70s or something. But I will say... I know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. I'm okay with that. Master, Re- We used to listen to Master Reality in your apartment, junior college, all the time. Like I, rem- I would be walking up to the apartment and I could just hear Joe blasting Master Reality and I'm like, we're going to have a good day. This is, this is fucking awesome. Uh, Master of Reality, which obviously has Sweet Leaf. It has Children of the Grave. Uh, it also has... What else is big on that album, Joe? Into the Voids, one of their more recognizable ones. I remember being 15 years old and it was my birthday and my dad took me to FYE at the mall, which is like a big deal for me at that point. And at that time, uh, Black Sabbath's music wasn't available on iTunes because they hadn't signed an agreement. And I found, and I always wanted to have Iron Man on my iPod, and I didn't know how to pirate music at the time because I was, you know, not as equipped as I am now. You were a dweeb. I was. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, it's it's fair. And I freaked out when, like, I found Paranoid at the, at FYE, and I was like, oh my God. And yeah, no, I came, I mean, that album is Front to back is perfect. Um, also, they wanted to name that album War Pigs, but the record label wouldn't let them do it because... Interesting. Yeah, that's why it's called Paranoid, is that the record label got in the way of them naming the album War Pigs. And it's funny, as a kid growing up, Iron Man was easily like my favorite Black Sabbath song, and it's not even in my top five now. But that being said, Joe, if you had a na- if someone hadn't listened to Black Sabbath, what were the five essential tracks they have to listen to right now? Uh, right off the top of my head, Sweet Leaf, Changes, Super Naught, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, Sabra Cadabra, and The Wizard. Now, we both looked up some Black Sabbath, some, some Ozzy Osbourne stories. Of the few that you looked up, what would you say is your favorite? One that I totally forgot happened, but I cackled out, out loud laughing when I, when I saw it. Ozzy Osbourne pissing on the Alamo and getting banned from... I think it was the whole state of Texas for like decades. He got banned from San Antonio until 1992. And apparently... Terrible, but amazing. Apparently Ozzy used to wake up and be so drunk and he would just like walk around and get into shenanigans. So Sharon Osbourne hid all of his clothes to stop him from doing this. But she left her clothes there so he just put on a dress and left and then ended up urinating on the Alamo which is alluded to and here's the other movie that I watched that I wanted to reference I watched The Dirt with The Dirt which is on Netflix which is the movie about Motley Crue and Ozzy Osbourne used to have when he was solo like a solo performer used to have Motley Crue open for him and so he walks into the pool that they're all out and it's just like the drunkest asshole you can imagine and literally, like, snorts a line of ants while they're at the pool. And um, were they red ants or blue ants? I didn't. Or black ants. The sorry. blue ants only exist in a bug's life. Yeah, they were black ants. Sorry, I, I snorted a line of white ants oh, okay. before this. Yeah, podcast. well, those are called termites. I'm pretty sure you need to get the house checked out. I will say, I watched the dirt. And I did not – the idea of the movie I thought was pretty cool. I just don't understand why we did it about Motley Crue. Like, who gives a fuck about Motley Crue, like, that much? I beg to differ. I thought the movie was total trash. I don't, Garbage. I don't know. I, I like the self-narrated break-the-fourth-wall type bits. That's that's really big for me. I enjoyed the movie, but I just – I don't understand why we need to talk about Motley Crue. Because, yeah, they have a couple – they have, like, four or five good songs, but, like – 
they were the definition of let's just be rock stars and glam out so we can like I don't consider them artists as much as I consider other bands like artists. Motley Crue was just like, we're just going to get fucked up and cause mad mayhem and don't leave your girlfriend near us. And that's that's how I would define Motley Crue. And to me, that, I don't know. That's that's meh. But. Yeah, I could I could, I could leave it. Uh, my favorite of the list was of, of Ozzy stories that we found. This is in 2002. He got invited to the Correspondence Center at the White House, which is like a big deal, like a really big deal. He got absolutely plastered and was jumping around on his table. And the president at the time said that this might have been a mistake. And then while making his speech, he said, Ozzy, my mom loves your stuff. Ozzy, mom loves your stuff. Uh, Barbara Bush is, unfortunately, will never be the biggest Black Sabbath fans because Barbara Bush has us beat, which is uh, former First Lady of the United States, by the way, Barbara Bush, big Black Sabbath fan. People forget that, so don't forget that one. And then obviously, I mean, if we're going to talk about Ozzy Osbourne stories, there's there's the time he bit the head off a dove, which he was going to release as a sign of peace. But he's like, this will make people want me more. And then there's the, the time that someone threw a bat on the out at a at a at a concert and he bit the head off of a bat and apparently the thing wasn't dead he had to go get rabies tested another sign of Ozzy Osbourne being freakishly invincible he bit the bat didn't get coronavirus that's true that's really you know well thank you for listening in to our Ozzy Osbourne appreciation podcast catch us next time at Brickhouse Pod No C at Andrew Bissaro and at